Hello, Dr. Shaw here again, and welcome to our 37th podcast on teaching humanity remotely. Today, we will be discussing our sixth question written in our parents' guide, Effective Communication for Children. And that question is, what do I do if my child won't eat the food I serve? But prior to that, I want to briefly discuss something that I think I must have already mentioned this week I celebrated my birthday. And I was thinking about what makes me feel fulfilled in my life. And what makes me feel fulfilled is purpose, having a purpose, being purposeful. And it made me think about how young children need that too. And I'm going to give you an example. When a new baby is born into a family, the older sibling loves helping. And it just made me think, why does the older child love to help? And they love to help because they want to feel like they're part of the experience, that this baby is their baby too, that this baby is in their family, and they want to have some say in the growing of the family. And by taking responsibility at the level that they can for their baby brother or sister, it actually, A, it helps them to not be jealous, and it helps them to not be jealous because B, they're being involved and they're given purpose by taking some responsibility for that which is smaller than they are. So I just want to remind all of the adults in children's lives to remember that we don't want to burden children. We don't want them to become more responsible than they really are ready for. We don't want to share our adult problems with them and have them be our friends in such a way that we don't have nice boundaries that keep them children for as long as they could be children. But we do want to have them become responsible and have them see the payoff in being responsible, how being responsible for their belongings, for the things that they should be taking care of, for helping their family members, including their parents, will make them feel good. And again, we are what we pay attention to, and we absolutely learn what we are taught. So I just wanted to bring up this idea of what makes us feel fulfilled. And for me personally, and for many people that I observe, the fulfillment comes from feeling purposeful and if we remember that that is how it is for ourselves as adults, we can be mindful to make sure that as we are involved with children and helping them grow, we are going to be mindful to make sure that we are motivating them to be fulfilled by feeling that they have a purpose. And how they can feel that way is by teaching them to be responsible for themselves and for others. So I wanted to share that. And now I will discuss the question and the answer in our Parents' Guide to Effective Communication with Children. This is question six. What do I do if my child won't eat the food that I serve? My response is completely honest, and I just am going to read some of it. In my own home, the situation was avoided from the beginning. Once again, as a family, we never had this problem because we established our mealtime rules in advance. 
I would only make meals that were agreed upon prior to cooking. And you know I'm just such an advocate of front-loading, and this is a perfect example of that. When a decision occurred regarding what we would be having for dinner, I would always provide two meal choices that I knew I would be comfortable making. So I wasn't going to give a choice that I wasn't going to be able to fulfill. So I would give a choice that I was comfortable preparing. Since the meal choices were always agreed upon prior to the preparation, I never had this predicament of children not wanting to eat what I served them. Again, the common theme here is front-loading, thereby setting the stage for success, and that is why I love it so much. Remember that if you don't set healthy boundaries, mealtimes can be an invitation for fighting and arguing. This is why I know that having boundaries that include your child's buy-in is essential as well as critical. Giving your child choices leads to a win-win. However, here I want to explain my view on giving choices. I only would give choices to my child if and when I knew that my child was mature and responsible enough to handle the choice that were given. In other words, I gave my child as much responsibility as I knew they could handle. Being responsible is an honor. It illustrates that the person who is entrusted to be responsible is capable of being accountable by handling the responsibility that is given. And that is exactly how I see responsibility. Responsibility, like respect, kind of is earned. And if you demonstrate respect and you demonstrate responsibility, your child will learn that through your modeling and they will earn respect and responsibility. Responsibility really is an honor. It's not a burden to take care of your own things. Once you're capable of doing that, as a matter of fact, you need to do that to understand the reciprocal nature of giving and receiving. And there's so many other reasons why it's important to be responsible, but it also allows the child to have pride in being able to take care of their things. And so choice is given when you know that your child can handle the choice and that that is a responsible action and not a burden. That's an important factor to remember. Personally, if I trusted that my child was mature and responsible enough to be given a choice and my child agreed to eat what I made prior to cooking it, and then when it was made, my child refused to eat it, I would be okay with allowing my child to have the natural consequence of missing that one meal. By the way, it truly would only be one meal missed because this lesson would be learned very quickly. This may not be comfortable for all parents. This is why it's up to individual families to decide, but I always place high value on natural consequences. I also believe that experience is the best teacher. This is a personal decision that each family needs to make. What I like about natural consequences is that they invite my child to learn many valuable learning lessons very quickly. On a side note, natural consequences are another version of truth and how authenticity and honesty are often the best teachers. So I do think that's very important. The reason your child is going to learn very quickly that if they agreed upon and made a commitment to eat what was being served and then they didn't want it, the reason they will learn that lesson that if they agree upon something they have to follow through is because they're not going to want to be hungry. And so it's a nice natural consequence because not only will they 
eat the food that you serve them, but they're going to see that it's important to keep your word, that when you make a commitment, you honor it by having follow through in regards to that commitment. And if you don't, there'll be a natural consequence. And so that would happen once and it won't happen again. So that's why I recommend that. The consequences when they're natural consequences, it's as if you're not doing anything. It's all about your child making your decision, then not following through on that decision. And so there's a natural consequence. If your child wants to eat, they'll eat what they decided they agreed upon to eat. So that's why your hands are clean and your child could be mad, but you could just have patience and be loving and have follow through and say, remember, this is what we agreed upon. You made the commitment, then you changed your mind. And now that's all I was serving. And so this is a natural consequence of not honoring your commitment. If you're hungry, this is what you'll eat. And to not take it personally and to not indulge and to still be really loving, but just be really clear and have a boundary. So again, this answer includes many of the other variables that were already discussed in the first part of our book. Please feel free to go visit all of my books on my author's page at Amazon. You can go to Dr. Mindy Shaw Paperbacks and you can see all of my books there. And please feel free to visit my website at learnwithmeremotely.com. That's learnwithmeremotely.com. Until next week, enjoy being with your children, stay healthy, and have fun. Thank you. And that concludes this episode of the podcast series, Teaching Humanity Remotely with Dr. Mindy Shaw. Thank you for listening. You can follow Dr. Shaw on Facebook. Her page is Learn With Me Remotely. That's on Facebook. That's also her website, learnwithmeremotely.com. Her podcasts and all the books that she's been referring to are on that site for purchase and samples are there as well. You can follow her on Twitter at Dr. Mindy Shaw One. Doctor is abbreviated DR and the one is the number one, Dr. Mindy Shaw One. And on Instagram at Dr. Mint with a T Shaw. Thanks again for listening. Watch out for the next podcast in the series. That'll be coming real soon.